0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. Now, however you're listening today, just know that we pray for you ahead of time. Uh, as Martha and I prayed before the show, we just prayed that something we say today would just cause you to go, Ah, oh, wow, I can't really make a difference. I can make a difference in my culture. That's what we want you to come away with from the end of the show today. That The job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. It's so important that we start our day understanding that the workplace that you work in is your mission field, and that you've been given the ability to influence your part of culture, the people that you work with, your sector, the economy, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into our conversation today with Oz Hillman, really want Martha to tell you how we want you to connect with us.
1: Well, you know, one of the things I was thinking about the show today and that w- the, what we're going to be talking about in Jim, I try to keep a calendar of places that we're going and um, conferences that we're attending and being a part of. And so we have an events page and that has a calendar that shows, um, the conferences that we're going to be attending and things outside of our home, um, outside of Tampa Bay, basically that, um, that other people need to know about. And, you know, we just like to tell people, um, how they do different things. So check out our events page, iworkforhim.com and- events, and then they can look at all the different months and and see what's out there. There might be something they want to connect with us on and let us know you're going to be there.
0: All right. And a shout out to all over Tampa Bay, all over Jacksonville in the First Coast, and all over to Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Thanks for tuning in today. Shaping culture. Isn't that for politicians and theologians? You know, the early church allowed their vibrant faith in Jesus, the Christ, the risen Savior of the world. They allowed that faith to flow out of them through the power of the Holy Spirit. They influenced the culture because they believed the good news applied all of life, and they really believed Jesus when he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. They also believed that they should love their enemies and pray for those who persecuted them. They believed Jesus, and in 300 years, they had transformed culture so completely that the entirety of the Roman Empire was turned right side up. In a little over 28 days, hundreds of influential people from all over the country will be gathering together in Washington, D.C. for the International Culture Shapers Summit, sponsored by Oz and Pamela Hillman and James and Anna Kramer. Oz Hillman with Marketplace Leaders, James and Anna Kramer with the World Changer Network have come together to host this event in order to build a strategy on what it looks like for us as Jesus followers to influence our nation and bring it back to its roots based on faith in Christ Jesus. Today, we start with Oz Hillman. Oz Hillman, welcome back to I Work For Him.
2: Hey, Jim. Hey, Martha. Good to be with you guys.
0: Oz, I know we're, we're a little over a month until the Culture Shapers Summit happening, the International Culture Shapers Summit happening in Washington, D.C. Talk about how, how what the Spirit of God's been telling you as you prepare for this event.
2: Well, I think it's kind of a what they call a kairos moment, that Greek word are time is in the body of Christ where we have seen that um, it's so important for leaders to come together and really address the issues that are going on in our culture and to collaborate and discover how we can you know, work together to be salt and light in the culture, especially in the seven key areas of business and government, arts and entertainment, media, the family and the church, and these areas are where a lot of culture is really, uh, the values are established. And so um, we feel that uh, bringing leaders like Roma Downey and Steve Green with Hobby Lobby and Hugh Hewitt and the media, uh, over 50 different uh, leaders are going to be presenting at some level during our three and a half days, so we're we're really excited about how God is bringing such a high caliber level of leader there, and uh, so we're looking forward to it.
1: Mm. So, Oz, we've we've done a couple of shows already, starting to just highlight and let our listeners know about the International Culture Shaper Summit. But why don't you get people up to speed if they've not heard us talking about it? Um, what What they can expect, what it looks like, when it's going to be, those kinds of things, just so that they know, give us, give them a context for this conversation.
2: Sure, it's in Washington D.C., March twenty eighth to thirty one. And uh, we're also partnering with the Museum of the Bible, where everyone who comes also has access to the Museum of the Bible, a $1 billion project funded by Hobby Lobby that opened uh, just over a year ago, uh, uh, November 2017. And it is an incredible place. You know, just going to that alone would be a blessing. We'll be there during, um, I think it's the uh, Cherry Blossom time in in Washington we've got a great hotel rate for everybody for only 129 a night which is unheard of in Washington <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's just going to be an incredible time we we're about 65 to 70% full so uh, if uh, your listeners are interested in this i suggest they uh, sign up soon and, and they then can go, go to, culture- to
1: cultureshapersummit.com
2: yep. that's cultureshapersummit.com
1: Perfect, and it's going to be a good combination of speakers and panelists and roundtable discussions um, from many, many different um, points of view within the the Seven Mountains. Correct?
2: Exactly. Yeah, we've got a great, you know, it's cross denominational, and yeah, everybody in the Body of Christ represented in this meeting. So it's not a political mm-hmm. meeting. It's really understanding. How do we bring heaven on earth in these spheres? What do we as the body of Christ need to do with many of the you know, negative trends taking place in our country right
0: now? I love what you just said, Oz, how to bring heaven on earth. You know, and often on the show, we talk about the fact that Jesus followers, just by the mere fact that they have the spirit of the living God within them, they should be having a positive influence on those around them, whether they're believers or not. And a lot of people have lost that vision of the kingdom on earth. Jesus said that we would be the kingdom before he brought the kingdom, before he comes and rules that we get to give like a little precursor to the kingdom of God. And as Jesus follows, wherever they go because of the power of God living in us, we should be positive influencers impacting everybody around us. How do you see when you look at the impact of the International Culture Shapers Summit coming up here at the end of March, from the 28th through the 31st, where people can find out about it online, cultureshaperssummit.com, how do you see this impacting Jesus followers to understand their ability to impact the culture?
2: Well, I think when you you get this level of leadership together in one room, you start hearing stories and case studies of what people are doing and what can happen when they work together. You know, I heard a very disturbing quote this morning. Uh, I was at a a conference right here in Atlanta, and the speaker was telling us that he had had a meeting a few months back where the head of the LGBT community uh, was meeting with a group of Christian leaders. And that man said to these Christian leaders, we won. And the reason we won is that we're unified, but you guys in the church are not unified. This guy was a former, or, or his, he, he was a, a son of a pastor, but now he was head of the LGBT community, and it it really burdened us to hear that kind of statement from from someone like that toward us.
0: Well, Jesus said that people would know we were his followers because we were unified. And it's that power, that unity. I mean, the enemy has done a a really good job of creating 40,000 divisions. We call them denominations, but 40,000 divisions, it's amazing. But let's talk about the positive stuff. If people listening to the show today, Oz, and people listening to the podcast later, they don't have to be somebody with a billion dollars. They don't have to be somebody with a million dollars. They need to be somebody willing to use their influence to impact culture right where they're at. They can find out more online, cultureshapersummit.com. But Oz, just speak to the people out there that think, well, I can't really make a difference.
2: Well, we all can make a difference, and uh, some of us are influencers on a large scale, and some are influencers on a smaller scale. And you don't have to be wealthy to be influencers. Um, you can you can know people. You can know the. Uh, influencers. And sometimes, um, you know, I often tell people, what do you have in your hand? And what is God going to multiply in your hand in order to make a difference in a life or a community or a business or a nation? And so there's a cross-section of the type of leader that will be there. And so we encourage anybody who just has a heart to seek Christ manifested in our culture and to have some of the great things that made our nation great restored. Because we're, you know, I also was listening today. Well, hang
0: on. Hang on to that yeah. thought. Hang on to that thought. We're listening to our work, Rem, as Martha and I talk with you about the International Culture Shapers Summit coming up at the end of March in Washington, D.C. We are so excited to be part of this. In fact, I get to MC the event We're just so excited to see a collaboration of 500 believers from around the country who understand that we as Jesus followers should be the number one influence in culture. And that's why we're talking about Culture Shaping, the International Culture Shapers Summit. We've got on the line with us Oz Hillman. He's the founder of Marketplace Leaders. He's been involved in the faith and work movement for over 25 years, living out his faith and encouraging others to live out their faith on a daily basis through his today God is first daily devotionals and many other things like the Change Agent Network. Oz Hillman, right before the break, you were starting to talk about what, what how people can be a person of influence. They don't have to be somebody worth a billion dollars to come to this conference or worth a million dollars to come to this conference. These can be regular people like you and me that can influence those around us.
2: Well, that's right. You know, even the Bible uh, talks about people that had great influence, I think of the servant girl who was in the, the king's uh, employment and, uh, you know, recommended how to have the general uh, get healing for leprosy. And, you know, you know, we all have influence. It just uh, depends on, you know, where you are at the time and how God wants to use you. But the summit is all about helping people understand the signs of the times and also how each of us can learn from what others are doing and to connect with key leaders who are uh, really actively doing things in the seven spheres of culture, of business and government, arts and entertainment, media, the family and the church. And so Mm -hmm. these are very important areas that we have Christ represented on these areas.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of the church, we've got joining us Tyler Johnson. He's the lead pastor of Redemption Church in Arizona. He's going to be a panelist at the International Culture Shaper Summit, talking about marriage and the family and other kinds of issues. Tyler Johnson, welcome to iWork for him.
2: It's Great to be with you.
0: All right. Now, I know in Arizona, it's still the morning, but it's afternoon over here on the East Coast. Talk to us about, as the pastor of Redemption Church in Arizona with nine different congregations of believers, how are you shaping culture there in Arizona? And the communities that you operate within, the churches operate within, how are you influencing culture there?
3: Yeah, so there are nine unique congregations that are locally led. So we're leading culture through leading leaders who then lead their congregants specifically. And we use the term that all of life is all for Jesus. And so we really try to make connections between where they are, uh, Monday, through Saturday with the connection of living every part of those lives, from recreation to their vocation uh, Mm -hmm. under the Lordship of Christ.
0: Wow, I love that. All of life is all for Jesus. And that's really it's This whole life discipleship, then, is what you're talking about. Exactly. Love that. So you mentioned to me in an email, as we're going back and forth preparing for today, that you think that the marriage and the family, that marriage and family, is the key to spreading the gospel to our world. What do you mean by that? What do you think God had in mind?
3: Yeah, so I think the essence of the gospel is the reconciliation of the world to God, and it's a union. So it's, um, you know, these the language of Jesus in the gospels that he is the vine and we are the branches. If we remain in him and he in us, we will bear much fruit. And that's what marriage is, is a union. And so I like to say often that the greatest gospel tract that God gave the world is the marriage and family that we are putting on display in real human lives, love that is literally modeled in the way Jesus loves the church. That's what Paul talks about in the book of Ephesians of what marriage is. So when we work on our marriages, we're working on a witness to the world of how God loves the world.
1: Mm, That's so powerful. So tell us how you at Redemption Church, are um, helping to strengthen marriages and families. How? What? What is going on in your churches that others can learn from? Yeah, the proactivity, the intentionality. What are you doing?
3: Yeah, so we um, we do a lot of mentoring. We kind of look at all of the stages of marriage. So one of the innovative things one of our congregations has done is called First Five, where we try to relationally connect with those who are in the first five years of their marriage, uh, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of disruption and tension in those years and really get couples who are more seasoned to walk along with couples in their first five years of marriage. Oftentimes in churches, they'll do premarital, which we do as well, and think that's very important, but then it's kind of after they get married, you're left to your own, and then we do a lot of um, other things a lot of churches would do, so marriage conferences, marriage mentoring, uh, specific things like that, and then talk a lot of our small groups. um, We try to diversify them with people who've been married much longer and people who are newly married and everything in between and bring those conversations to the forefront often.
1: Mm. So you you said that your nine congregations are all very unique. I'm sure some are more in retirement towns than in others. And so you're saying, though, that you're diversifying your groups and allowing them to intermingle in order to influence each other?
3: exactly and that happens both directions so the the congregations themselves are all in different communities that have Mm -hmm. different elements the context that they're in and those blend together but then also inside uh each congregation uh we really don't have age specific congregations now some bend you know younger and some bend a little bit older but inside those congregations at the smallest kind of discipleship unit of are what we call redemption communities, which would be small groups. They are not age-specific. So we're trying to bring uh, kind of multi-generational community together for the purposes of discipleship.
0: That's powerful. Oz Hillman, I can see why you are excited about having Tyler Johnson on one of your panels. Talk about what, like the role that the panels, Tyler being a panelist at the International Culture Shaper Summit coming up here in, in March, at the end of March, the 28th through the 31st, Oz Hillman, talk about how panelists like Tyler are going to help the people that are attending to really understand this mountain this the marriage and family mountain.
2: Well, the format of the summit is to have a keynote speaker and for the uh, um family mountain, you know, it it's um, you know, we have uh, Tony Perkins and Tony Perkins is really an advocate for the family and uh, he is uh, with Family Research Council there in Washington, D.C. So we want to hear the 50,000-foot view of what's happening in culture uh, from people like Tony and then drill it down and put meat on the bone about who's who's in the trenches, who's in the local level, who's in the cities and communities, and what are they doing uh, to uh, really impact culture through their uh focus on the church. And uh, so the local church is, you know, unique because um, there's no other institution whereby the seven mountains show up every week too. And so pastors have a unique ability and privilege to equip men and women in uh, their work-life call. And we have a great need in that area because not every church does that. And so we hope that this panel will help people really understand, especially our church leaders and pastors that might attend, how can they have tools that can help equip men and women to really see their working life from a spiritual basis that they too are in the ministry, if you will.
0: You know, and Tyler, as a pastor of nine different congregations, I know you've got, you've got sub-pastors. You're the lead pastor over the Redemption Church in Arizona with nine different congregations. One of the things I know that you see is that when a marriage is a mess, it has a collateral damage effect everywhere that they go, whether it's in their home or in their workplace. As you guys feed into marriages and families there at Redemption Church, how are you how are you helping couples to deal with? just marriage issues that, that tend to be destructive. And what are you guys doing to fight divorce?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. I often say to people, regardless if they're Christians or not, is that marriage is a one flesh union. And when you pull that apart, it's a bloodbath. And, um, so we are trying to work at multiple levels. So there's a lot of things that people bring into marriages based upon the way they were raised. And, um, We say a lot that if we want to talk positively about the family and the positive effects of a good family, we also have to recognize the negative effects of having been raised in bad families. And so we try to get underneath that, that what are the driving factors of why people act the way they do? And that leads to everything is pragmatic to how people communicate, all the while to why people get angry or why they feel so much shame or loneliness. So we're working a lot on those Levels, and then we're trying to provide hope often of uh, trying to say that marriage has tension all over it. So expect and embrace tension and what you do with it. So a lot of real practical help. And then, uh, as Oz said about the structure of the summit, that there's 50,000 foot vision as well that many people don't have as high of a view of marriage that the New Testament puts upon it and how it right. really does testify to the grand things of God and his love for the world.
0: Tyler Johnson, I look forward to hearing more from you at the International Culture Shapers Summit coming up at the end of March. Thanks for calling in today. Give us a little piece of what's going on there at Redemption Church in Arizona. I look forward to Martha and I being on location with you in Arizona sometime later this year. Thanks for calling in, Tyler.
3: Yes, I look forward to it as well.
0: Cultureshapersummit.com.
1: That's right. So we are going to be attending there, and it is the end of the month of uh, March, March 28th through 31st. And people can still sign up. So go to cultureshaperssummit.com, learn all about it, see how you can get registered. It's a perfect time of year to be in DC. You get to go to the Museum of the Bible. We're gonna hear from dozens and dozens of different speakers and panelists that on um, the different um, mountains of culture are helping us to understand how we can influence our world for the kingdom.
0: That's right. We've got Oz Hillman on the line with us today. Oz Hillman, he and his wife, Pamela, along with James and Anna Kramer, they are the the host, along with the Museum of the Bible, of the event, the International Mm -hmm. Culture Shaper Summit. Please consider going. Oz Hillman, talk to us about how excited you are to uh, to, to get this thing going. I mean, we've been talking about this for a whole year. How excited are you that we're only a month away?
2: Well, yeah, it's going to be an incredible gathering, uh, 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 really a life-changing event to have this many top-level influencers in one location. I can't think of a, a summit like this that uh, I've ever been a part of, that we have literally over 45 uh, men and women who are culture shapers in the seven cultural mountains gathering in one location. People like Steve Green of Hobby Lobby, Roma Downey, uh, the actress for the entertainment, Hugh Hewitt in media, uh, Lance Walnow, and just uh, a a whole bunch of others. And uh, so the format uh, that could sound overwhelming, but it's not because we got a lot of TED talks that allow people to hear from a lot of different people. Uh, on a lot of different topics that will allow our participants to really catch a fresh vision of what God's doing in our nation and what we need to do better.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of fresh vision, you've got a guest joining us this segment of the show. Why don't you introduce him?
2: Well, yeah, we've got uh, David and uh, his wife Teresa is not on the line, but they together are panel members on our family mountain and the two of them have had marriage ministry over many years david comes out of business as well and uh he's written several books and uh, i like to think of uh, the two of them as relationship relationship king and queen they they have written a lot of material and self-help tools on helping people uh have better relationships and of course uh, every cultural mountain needs to have strong relationships on them and the family mountain is really that foundation mountain because there's a family on every cultural mountain and so if we don't have healthy families there then we really can't impact culture so david That's good so. to have you on today
0: uh, david That's ferguson we're so grateful to have Thank you on you. you bet so david talked to us as the founder and the co-director of the center for relational leadership and relational care how have your organizations, you and your bride and those organizations, along with the Great Commandment Network, how are you influencing culture today, shaping culture?
4: Yeah, well, you know, our background was really, first of all, it's kind of the crisis-care world of relationships. And that began to give us a real uh, uh, interest in uh, the preventative side of relationships. So uh, we developed some uh some uh, principles of how to deepen your uh, knowing and caring for one another, whether it's in your marriage, family. So there's a lot of work that takes place in that area, all the way out to working in with premarital couples and bridal shows. And then we've taken the same principles into the business sectors of how to build caring, connected teams at work, uh, increase employee engagement. We've taken it into the educational world, preparing, uh, university students and even high school students with what's called social-emotional learning, so they're better equipped with the soft skills uh, to uh, be a better employee. So all kinds of different opportunities because, as Oz says, uh, the strengthening of relationships is not limited to one of the cultural mountains. So uh, we're enjoying what we do and have uh, excitement about being together with Oz and, and, and you guys uh, in Washington
0: before too long yeah, it's a month out and we are excited. And you just said something so valuable because we need to understand relationships are in every mountain and that relationships are what shape, Other, I mean, our relationship with others is either what shapes us or shapes them or shapes both of us. And when you look at the influence of the family, God built culture around families. So our culture desperately needs relationships, deep ones, Deep, deep, deep ones. Yet, how much of our culture is driven towards shallow relationships? We see that all the time. How do we put change, relational change, into influence? How do we start impacting our culture with deeper relationships, David?
4: Yeah, you know, uh, first of all, I think uh, the, the the frame of reference you just said is important to say uh, in a uh, you know in a in a culture where we've had so much breakdown of uh, of contemporary family, we have got the overemphasis on technology. Uh, In a sense, one of the things that's happened is there's an increased underlying dimension of loneliness, the sense of I'm here, but I'm alone. And so there's a common ingredient across any mountain of culture uh, that we're more productive, we're more fulfilled when we're not uh, alone in whatever it is we're doing. So what that's done is it's created a real hunger, particularly, I think, among the younger generations Uh, for more equipping and relational skills. I think because of some of the breakdowns of relationships that many across our country have experienced, there is a hunger to learn more how to communicate, to be able to uh, be more vulnerable, to to share a a good apology when it's needed, to be able to celebrate with someone when they're celebrating, to be able to give care uh, when they're hurting. And so we find a lot of hope, particularly among younger people, uh, who are really looking for equipping. And so when you begin to give them that equipping, uh, they begin to apply it immediately. And I, we find a lot of hope in that uh, across various domains of culture.
1: So I just want to remind our listeners who, that we are talking with David Ferguson today, and he is going to be one of the panelists at the International Culture Shaper Summit that we're attending the end of March and we've really are excited about this if i think people know that by listening to us and we just are encouraging people to check out the website find out for themselves if this is something that god is calling them to attend cultureshapersummit.com so um david one of the things you just said and i think that this is key in this conversation is that you and your wife were doing a lot with crisis care and then you started to develop things to help people more on the preventative side. And don't you think that that proactive role really helps with relationships? Because instead of damaging them, how can we keep them strong? Is that kind of your perspective?
4: Yeah, very much so. And the other thing that happens when we can uh, focus more preventatively on, uh, again, how do we enrich a, a new employee's uh Uh, uh, emotional connection, caring connections with a team, or how can we better prepare uh, couples couples for lifelong marriage, or how can we prepare uh, students in our educational settings to uh, have those relational skills that will take their career to the next level. All of those things are actually, um, they're actually uh, deliverable, if you will, by any of us as we get training equipped to do so as opposed to the crisis care world is typically limited to those that are, you know, in those uh, uh, fields of psychology or therapy and so forth, which many of our team are, but the more you turn you kind of loose uh, the people to be able to say, I can be a relational mentor wherever I am. Uh, you actually can move the needle uh, quite quickly uh, across a broad number of relationships.
0: You know, Oz, we're, you know, I Work For Him is a show talking about the integration of our faith and work. And Oz Hillman, as we talk about the International Culture Shapers Summit coming up here at the end of March, people can find about it online, cultureshaperssummit.com. Talk to our listeners, Oz, about how this is actually a practical application for taking the God-given skills, the God-given vocation that they have, and putting it into action in a whole way we hardly ever get to talk about. Talk about how they're going to be able to do that by attending the Culture Shapers Summit.
2: Well, you know, uh, Colossians 3.23 tells us, whatever you do, do unto the Lord. It's the Lord Christ you are serving. And therein is your inheritance. And so, you know, many people don't really uh, feel like they're affirmed in their work-life call, that they can really make a difference spiritually. This is the place where they're going to really be with like-minded people in different industries, different businesses, entrepreneurs, business owners, Uh, even pastors. uh, And together, we're going to discover how we can be salt and light in these seven areas of culture that most define the the culture that we live in. And, you know, a lot of the things going on in our society right now in Washington, you know, it's trying to take us down a path that, that God doesn't want us to go. And so we need to understand what do we as believers How do we be salt and light in these areas and make a difference to turn our nation back towards the spiritual foundations that have made it great all these years? So they're going to hear a lot of great case studies. Uh, They're going to be inspired. They're going to connect with people they would never connect with uh, without going to this summit where we're bringing people from all over the country. I think we have 10 countries represented Coming from overseas, so it's going to be a fantastic gathering.
0: David Ferguson, you are putting your influence and the influence of the Great Commandment Network behind this culture shape international culture shaper summit. Why did you decide to put your position of influence behind this event?
4: You know, I think probably uh, for for two reasons. One, uh, just uh, first of all, just the relational side of really uh, caring for and supporting what uh, God has put upon Oz's heart. Uh, in these areas. So I think it's first of all, a relationship uh, where we support one another. You know, there's a, a lot of biblical encouragement to do that. And I think we need more of that today. Secondly, um, is uh, there is a certain sense of urgency. Uh, we sometimes, in the faith world that we live in, say it seems like the kingdom clock is ticking and time is short. And uh, in that shortness of time, there's no better way to begin to see people in all the domains of culture, taking note that we have been with Jesus. And so the more that that sense of Jesus followers living out their faith, not necessarily quoting a lot of Bible verses, uh, let's, let's let people know that um, we are uh, different by how we love and how we live, and leave them with a question, where, where's that difference coming from? But we think there's a real opportunity in these uh, kingdom clock ticking days to really make an impact. So uh, we're putting all of our promotional efforts and relational efforts, uh, Oz and I were with national leaders, uh, uh, key uh, folks today, and uh, enlisting them into this vision across the multi-ethnic uh, diversity of folks that will be represented. So we're excited to do it, and uh, believe that yes. God's going to not only make it an event, uh, but a process. That's the other well, thing we're excited well. about. Well, we all go to a lot of events, but this is an event that's going to lead to a process.
0: Yeah, David Ferguson, thanks for joining us on iWork for him today. We look forward to seeing you in a month in Washington, D.C. Thank you, David. You bet. March 28th through the 31st in <laughs> Washington, D.C. It's sponsored by Marketplace Leaders with Oz and Pamela Hillman, the World Changer Network with James and Anna Kramer, Kramer along with the Museum of the Bible, all happening in in Washington, D.C. We've got Oz Hillman on the line today talking about this. Oz, this is an event unlike any other for a really long time. In fact, I don't know, was it William Wilberforce that last brought together a (laughs) bunch of people like this? Well, you know, I, I
2: love William Wilberforce's story because it really models what we're trying to model in this gathering. You know, Wilberforce came together with about 18 other individuals that they Uh, decided to use their time, talent, and treasure to affect their culture. Uh, Their net result of that was they were able to abolish slavery after 30 years of work and achieve 69 world-changing initiatives uh, in England. And so it tells you that when you collaborate and when you bring leaders together, you can do so much more together than by alone. And so we are actually going to be forming platform-type groups out of the, uh, this gathering of Culture Shapers uh, at the Culture Shapers Summit, and we have uh, uh, close to 50 top leaders who will be presenting at some level over our three and a half days together, and there'll be opportunities to hear case studies, engage with the, uh, those that are there, and really understand uh, a strategy Uh, We're going to introduce a technology at this gathering that was originally created at the United Nations. And this technology is going to allow us to identify projects, uh, problem-solving strategies, and connect people to even funding sources to help them fund their vision. And it's going to be an extraordinary time of mobilizing the generals as well as the army.
0: So as people gather together in Washington, D.C., a little over a month from now, March 28th through the 31st at the International Culture Shapers Summit, this is an event. It's not just a bunch of speakers. It's not just a bunch of panelists. You're actually going. You've actually built into the schedule time for roundtable discussion, people to gather together. You mentioned Clapham groups. As we talk about the function of the summit, the International Culture Shapers Summit, what is a Clapham group and how does that apply to what we're going to be doing in D.C. a month from now?
2: Well, it applies in the sense that they had a model of working together, and so we're basically taking that same concept, but utilizing the technology we now have today to allow people to really help fulfill their vision of what they have, uh, you know, what God has called them to do, to really be salt and light in the culture, and uh, whether it be in business, having a business that you want to make a difference through your business or a nonprofit or maybe a local church, maybe a pastor uh, that wants to better understand how he can equip his people to transform culture. Well, here's the place. This is going to be the place where you're going to gain a lot. We have a lot of sponsors for this event, and many of those sponsors are giving a lot of free resources to our attendee. So it's going to be just a, a really rich place to come together for three and a half days.
1: You know, you just, I'm not exactly sure what triggered this thought, but something you said made me think about the fact that, you know, we, someone may come in and they may say, well, you know, I, I only deal in the business world, so I don't really have anything to do with these other um, mountains that have influence in our culture. And really what I see happening is that I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a good overview of what's happening across all of the mountains. So if you could speak to that for a minute for our listeners that, you know, this isn't, you know, it's, it's not to turn your mind off during some of the other talks, but to really learn what God's doing in the different mountains. How's that going to be accomplished?
2: Well, yeah, I think that uh, whenever you hear what God is doing in different spheres, Inspires you to think, oh, I might be able to do this in my sphere, or that's an idea that I can use over here. So it it stimulates creativity when you get this many great minds in a room and you're hearing the stories. You're here. And that's why we have so many people involved in presenting at some level because we wanted to have our attendees give access to so many different streams in the body of Christ and examples of what God is doing. You know, sometimes when you see the activity of God uh, in ways that you never thought was going on, it encourages you, it inspires you, and it allows you to connect with the people you need to know in order to help your own situation that you're working with.
1: Well, really, Jim, and that's what we do daily And I Work for Him. Our, we get excited because we get a first in you know, a front row seat into hearing people's stories of what God's doing in their area of influence. So this is just going to be on a way bigger scale and with way more prepared stories coming into the room.
0: And, and in a really cool part of our country, the place of the ultimate influence, people will say, well, that, that's, it's not New York City. I'm like, no, no, it's Washington, D.C., yeah. the seat of our government, the seat right. of our country. This is where the action is at. And so we've gathered we're gathering together on March 28th through the 31st, the International Culture Shapers Summit. Find it online, Culture Shapers Summit.com, Culture Shapers Summit.com. We want you there. We want you to join us as as Oz Hillman's been talking about what's gonna happen. Martha and I get the opportunity to work behind the scenes and on the stage as the MC to really just in, try to connect people. This is all about Doing what Christ asks us to do, be unified, work together. This is what's going to happen in Washington, D.C. Oz, as, as you, let's just for, for the audience, there's seven mountains of cultural influence. That's how we break it out. It's a simple way of just describing different places in, the, in our economy where influence is exercised. What are those seven mountains?
2: Sure. There's arts and entertainment business, education, family, government, media, and the church. And, of course, there's subcategories to those. In fact, one of the breakouts that we added uh, just a few weeks ago was a breakout that's on artificial intelligence and cybersecurity with all the talk going on about you know, privacy, Google, Facebook. Uh, we've got some experts in these fields to tell us as Christians How should we look at this area? What protections should we have? What opportunities are there? So we'll be having that. And then we'll have um, a special panel for next generation. We've got six leaders on there that will address, okay, how do we equip this next generation to really let them be ushering in this next season of leadership? And what do we need to do to help them? And uh, we're also going to be presenting a special award at the summit called the International Culture Shapers Award. And there'll be an award given to a next generation leader and a company. So a lot going on. It's going to be a great time and uh, just a fantastic gathering.
0: You know I love the fact you just brought up the next generation cuz this is an event not just for people who are 50 60 70 80. This is an event for people who are 20s and 30s and 40s. And you've got a don't didn't you have a different rate for people that were in their 20s if they wanted to come?
2: Oh yeah, we have a special rate of only $295 for our next generation leader if you're 30 years or under, you get that rate and that's almost 70% off. So mm-hmm.
0: That's a huge deal, and we want we want our millennials to be there because they are. I mean, I think I read the the number from Barnett's Like in ten years, millennials will be the majority of the workforce. I mean, it's it's a huge thing. It, it's coming fast.
2: Absolutely. So it's gonna. We've got some just top leaders, and uh, as I've said before, there's very few organ, you know, summits or conferences like this where you get this many high quality leaders in one place
0: all right so it's coming up march 28th through the 31st of 2019 the international culture shapers summit check it out online culture shapers awesome one last one last question for you as you look forward to a month from now how do you want us all praying about this the i work for him listening audience how do you want us praying for this event
2: i want people praying that God will show up in this event in a very powerful way. He'll give us fresh vision for how He sees our nation and how we are to join Him in what He wants us to do as uh, servants and leaders in the body of Christ.
0: And we just pray that right now. Father, we just lift up this summit. This is not to promote one ministry, but to promote your ministry. And we ask for a huge collaboration, a huge integration of your church to come together and work together in amazing ways, in a way that only you could be given glory. And so we ask that you would just prompt those that should be there. And we ask that you would provide for them financially so they can be there. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oz Hillman. Thank you for being on iWorkRim. Thanks for bringing the International Culture Shapers Summit to the listening audience of iWorkRim. Thank you for being on today. Thanks, Oz. Awesome.
2: Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Martha.
0: You bet. Check it out online, cultureshapersummit.com, cultureshapersummit.com. It's going to be an amazing event that we get the privilege of emceeing and working behind the scenes. We'd love to have you join us. The International Culture Shaper Summit, cultureshapersummit.com. You've been listening to I Work Ram with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplaces, our mission field, but ultimately, I work for I work him. Work for him.